Lincoln, America. Here's 93.7 at tickets, Jake Sorensen. Did seem kind of meh. And Steve Sipple. Surprisingly good. This is Early Break with Sip and Jake. Sponsored by Gaina Trucking. Don't be a... Good morning, happy Tuesday. Welcome into Early Break, Nick Sainert, Steve Sipple. What's up, Sip? Good morning to you. How's it going? I, oh, a little frazzled, no major complaints, though. A little frazzled. Yeah, a little frazzled. Yeah, you came in kind of complaining about the wind a little bit. I wasn't, was I complaining? I don't know. Was you, I complaining or I just noted? In, Nick, the wind, the wind, the wind is blowing like 40 miles an hour was out there. Was that a complaint? Sounded kind of yeah. hostile. <laughs> it was not hostile. It was an observation. It was not a complaint. It's actually maybe we'll have some degree of cooling effect. Are we really talking about the weather? Is that what we're doing? No, no. We don't need to talk about the weather. Jake knows that's a pet peeve of mine. You don't like talking about the weather. It's a go-to small talk thing. Well, you brought it up with the moment you walked in the door. <laughs> but I didn't bring it up for the air. Mm. Before you said hi to me, you is everything the I bring up off the air fodder for the radio? It's because if it's it eligible, is, I'm, <laughs> it is. El- I will be. I will be mute. Okay, perfect. From now on. All right. Awesome. Congratulations. <laughs> Text line. We finally got him mute. Four zero two four six four five six eight five. Nick. <laughs> I'm kidding, Sip. I would never do that to you. Easy. Uh, well, Say good to- morning to Gus, please. Good morning, Gus. Gus, our producer, is here with a College World Series hat on. Yeah, he's locked in, ready to go. Is that no, World? that's not College World Series. It's fishing? Oh, fishing. Nope. No, not fishing. Uh, he looked like he was doing the, the casting. Oh, rodeo. Um, rodeo. Big rodeo guy? Oh, yeah, okay. but it's a rodeo. It has kind of a sweet hat. Um, anything that has mesh on it, I like. Pretty much anything, too. Are you a big trucker hat guy? Yes. Okay. Yes. That's fine. All right. All right, so... Do you want to do the get to know you segment, or should I just tell you about how bad my day was yesterday? <laughs> let's let's do the get to know you segment by you telling me how, how bad, bad the your day, day was. was. Yeah, okay. then we'll get to Cade Mack. Yeah, yeah, we got plenty of stuff to talk about. Robin Washit will join us here um, in a little bit. Talk Husker basketball and a little Husker football as well. Um, but anyway, so yesterday, sip, I, I was telling you had a pretty crappy day. So my day started off great. Did a show with you. It was, it was fantastic. Then I uh, started doing the show with the captain, Vershawn Jackson, at about 11.15. Dropped my laptop oh. off of this counter right oh, here. Oh, Dropped dropped my laptop oh. off of this counter right here. Oh, I'm sorry. It landed on my top right corner of my screen. Com- went completely black. Spent the entire day talking to Apple people, yes. talking to Best Buy people, yes. to Geek Squad, yes. to computer hardware yes. people. Yes, yes. Um, I have Apple Care, so it's going to be considerably cheaper. Yes. But I am just without a laptop right now. Oh, that. And I have no idea what's wrong with it. They're running a diagnosis right now. Okay. No idea what's wrong with it. But here's the deal I am lost without my laptop right now. You are. I will have up, your phone, though. I do. I do. That helps, so I'll, right? I'll be able to help a little bit. But, Gus, there's a reason I didn't. I wasn't able to send you a rundown. It's because I, I just don't have any of my notes. I don't have any of my spreadsheets that I keep Husker scholarships on. I don't have – I made a chart, a spreadsheet of, of Nebraska and their records in certain kickoff times. Okay. Because that was a topic last year. 
don't have that. Don't have any of my homework. Don't have any of my notes. I, I'm I am a, basically a lost puppy right so now. You need to. That needs to. Is any of that saved where they could? So it's it's supposed to be it's backed on the up. Cloud, yeah. It's supposed to be backed up. Is that on the cloud? Is that what we're talking I, about? I, th- I hope so. Yeah. I hope so. I mean, I, I paid a couple grand for that computer, so hopefully that just automatically backs up to the cloud. But it's it's a dicey situation right now that okay. that I'm I'm approaching. Okay. So well, I I have a lot of having been through this with my phone and dealing with the Apple help desk. Mm-hmm. I'm very optimistic for you. I hope so too. Um, I am. They're great. I sound like Trump when I say this, but they're great people. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, they're great people, um, and they will help you find the way. They yeah. will. So, so when when will you receive the diagnosis? No idea. They said one to two days. I had to pay an eighty dollar well, deposit. You do have an idea. So okay, I have an idea. Yeah. It's one to two days. I had to pay an $80 deposit for them to run the diagnosis, and that $80 goes towards the repairs, they said. So I said, okay, that's fine. I'll pay the 80 bucks, the $80 deposit. So I paid it. They said, we'll call you in one to two days with you know whatever whatever's happening, whatever we need to fix. And he's like, then you can choose if you just want a new screen or if you want to repair the whole thing. Mm-hmm. So luckily, like I said, I had Apple Care, which was expensive at the time, but now I'm happy I got it because it makes it, cuts the price in more than half. Mm. And so it's it's been a stressful couple of days. Um I had asked for so this is student in me. I had asked for extensions on my tests mm-hmm. because I have no notes, so I can't study for anything. Mm. And uh yeah, it's just I was like I I, I felt like that normal school kid just being like, "Hey man, can I get an extension cuz my laptop broke?" And well, it felt like a big excuse, so how, I had to throw in there like I can provide proof that my laptop is broken. How did it fall? How did it fall off? Well, okay, so you're gonna be able to, yeah. See, somebody says my dog ate my homework. Come on, no, it, it's not that way. Um, so this little cord here, you see. So I was using mic three, and I pushed back on the table to get out of my seat. This cord was underneath here. I didn't see it. Push the microphone up to just move it out of the way. Bounced back, hit my laptop. My laptop fell. Oh man, yeah, it was a rough day. Nick, we're, we're we're hanging in there. So everything is going to be just right from my noggin today. Okay, well, let's, let's so we'll that. we'll see how let's it see goes. How that goes. No, I, sometimes I'm, that's... I'm kind of interested. I'm intrigued. Yeah. So so, so, I, so leave the research to me. I did some oh, perfect, research. perfect. So let's get into this Cade McIntyre discussion. I'm interested in. I'm sort of okay. So Cade McIntyre, Fremont Bergen commits to Oklahoma, which I don't know. Did it set off any kind of wave of what's wrong with Nebraska? Um, did it? Did it set off the the anti-frost crowd? Um, what? How do you size this one up? Cade McIntyre, Fremont Bergen, heading to Oklahoma to play tied end. Yeah, I, I did see that tied end, not linebacker. I don't know if it set off any alarms because I think we're used to it by this time. Uh, well, I will tell you right now, Nick, right out of the gate, that's an unfair take. Why, why is that? Well, have you looked at the years Frost has been and the success they've had recruiting in-state? What do you mean by success? Are you trying to well, – not, well, not the top do, talent. We can, just go, we can just go year by year if you want. How about 218? The number one ranked player in the state was – Cam Jurgens. Okay. Where did he go? Nebraska. Number two and three. I mean, I don't think these are huge losses. Masry, 
Maypew, no, which, Bryce and Williams. Which Masri was supposed to have, was gonna come to Nebraska, then there was just grades issues, went to Lafayette instead. That was two and three. Yeah. So they got one. In two thousand nineteen, they got all of the top six. Mm-hmm. Okay. All of the top six. Nick Henrich, Chris Hickman. This is per twenty four seven sports. Garrett yeah. Nelson, Garrett Snodgrass, Ethan Piper, Nordy Newely. 2020, who was the number one player in the class? Did they get Nuri out of, out of high school? I they don't just, know. I mean, no, he, he, a, he went to Colorado State, so I don't know. But I, I understand your point. I yeah. mean, still, I still understand okay, your point. Okay, top so five. Xavier, Xavier Betts. Yeah, Xavier Betts. They got Xavier Betts. Lost Xavier Watts. What's, where's Xavier Watts now? What's he Notre doing? Dame. Yeah, is he? I, he's, 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 he's been on special teams. I've seen yeah, him on special switched, teams. He but, switched positions. Mm-hmm. He's a defensive um, back now, not a not a wide receiver anymore, I believe. So Xavier Betts, number one ranked recruit in 2020, got him. Uh, two didn't get. They didn't get Will Swanson, who was a tight end from Papillion La Vista, number he, three. He went to K-State, right? Yeah. That's what I thought. Or Javion Ducker, the running back who went to Northern Illinois and is now transferred. Mm-hmm. Isaac Gifford was number five. A, a big reason why Jay Ducker went to Northern Illinois is a guy named Dan Jackson. Right. Coach Dan Jackson, obviously formerly at South You're Coast State, then went to Northern Illinois. Now is the defensive or the secondaries coach at Vanderbilt. So 2021, 2000, 2021, 24-7 sports rankings. Nebraska got five of the top seven Nebraska kids. Mm-hmm. Okay, now you open by saying it's a pattern that they haven't gotten guys. All right, now I think what you're referring to is a one year. Maybe maybe it's more. Maybe last year is kind of the, the on your blanket. On, yeah, exactly. On where, our mind. where Devon Jackson went yep. to Oregon, number one in the it, class. Deshaun Woods went to Wyoming. Caden yeah. Helms went to Oklahoma. Michael Riley Ducker went to Auburn. Then Nebraska got the f- the fifth, sixth, and seventh ranked players. But there is that perception that you referred to that. Frost hasn't recruited in state well. It's 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 the it's a crock. You would say after I would go through that went through that list that he has recruited very well yeah. in state. So you open by saying what's a knee jerk reaction? Well, he hasn't recruited well in state. It can continue. It, to pass. it was probably a blanket idea or blanket feeling from last year specifically because when you look at those yes. guys, That's, um, that I when, understand. When you look it. at those Deshaun Woods and Devin Jackson, like it wasn't even close. Like, Nebraska right. was not even in it. Micah right. Riley-Ducker, maybe Nebraska was there, but when all the big Power 5 offers came and then Auburn eventually started calling and, and Iowa was a big player, Iowa was a bigger player in Micah Riley-Ducker than Nebraska was. Right. And, and so you're sitting here going, is Nebraska even, not trying, but are they even putting forth the effort that see, that recruiting class? Um, but I, here's the more alarming thing to me, Sip, is... Alarming. I sit here... And I think a big thing that people might not be talking about is you look around at what programs feel comfortable year in and year out coming into the state of Nebraska, coming into the state of Nebraska and and, and trying to recruit your talent, right? Because we always talk about how the, the the talent in the state is improving in football and boys basketball and now in girls basketball with the emergence of, of players like Britt, Pint, Britt, Britt Prince. excuse me, But in football... You look at Wyoming, who has Craig Bull as a connection into Nebraska. You look at Kansas State, who who Chris Kleiman is always active here, and Colin Klein, the new offensive coordinator down there, is active there as well. Now this is the second year in a row that Oklahoma 
has come into your state and gotten the commitment. Last year, it was probably for, it was from the best talented high school, or excuse me, best high school talent wise in the state in Bellevue West gets Caden Caden Helms. Mm-hmm. Now comes in to a place like Archbishop Bergen and gets Cade McIntyre. I get it. Is it realistic? Okay, so Nebraska has offered the top eight kids in the state of in the in the state of Nebraska. Yes, this year. Is it realistic to go eight for eight? I mean, do you really expect that? Or is that completely unreasonable? See, I, I think, honestly. Yeah, I would think you would say it's unreasonable. You really expect them to go eight for eight in state? See, if you just Oklahoma. What, like, Ty Robinson left the state of Arizona. Yeah. Do people say, well, wait a second. Uh, you can't let Nebraska roll into Arizona and pull a highly ranked defensive lineman out. Well, I think if it's it's the start of a pattern, I think you have to kind of think, you know. I think the pattern is is Frost has recruited well in the state. That's the pattern. I I wouldn't say that he hasn't recruited well. I would say that right now, if you talk to former players, and I do a show with one every single day, they want – Every they would they would think eight for eight would be the thing to thing to do. They is that the way to go. Is it reasonable? I don't know. And see, my complaint to that, my my response to that, I guess, when Vershawn and I talk about it, is it, you don't want to lower the standard of what it takes to become a Nebraska Cornhusker and to earn a scholarship just to get all the in-state players. Right. I understand. You don't want to just throw blankets of offers. That's, yeah, that's another because then because then, then it devalues the meaning right. of a Nebraska scholarship offer. Right. And so I sit here and I'm like, do do we really want every single every single athlete in the state to just automatically feel like they're going to get a Husker offer? And, do, and we, well, not only that, should we automatically expect that every kid just has to go to Nebraska? Bingo, bingo. I mean, what what kind of world would that be? Especially nowadays, the way college football is. Yeah, you're you're just supposed to. If you grow up in Nebraska, you have to go to Nebraska. What kind of world is that? Is that is that reasonable? Yeah, no, no, that's not that's not reasonable. And I mean, Fat Phil even says this. I mean, he he says I don't wish guys like Cade any ill will whatsoever. But once they de- decide to leave the state and not be a part of Nebraska's program, then I have zero interest in what their future is. Well, the other thing we have to add add to this conversation is. This current class of the eight hard commits in the class of 2023, four are from in-state. Yeah. I mean, half the class. Gunnar Gatula, Lincoln Southeast. Three linemen. Gunnar Gatula, Lincoln Southeast, Brock Newton, Scotts Bluff, Sam Sledge, Omaha Creighton Prep. Then you add to that Benjamin Bramer, the tight end from Pierce. Yeah. Half the class is from the state right now. Yeah. It's, it is – I think it's people going out of their way to nitpick Frost sometimes. Just well, going out of the way. I think, a, I think a tough part – and this might not even – this might not translate strictly to in-state recruiting. I think it just strict or translates to, to lack of development. You look at the record and then you look at how many transfer portal additions they've had to go get this year and go – Something that he's done recruiting has not worked, but no really, doubt it's. I think, no I th- doubt about I th- that. I think it's so. I think that makes it easier t- for us to say he hasn't recruited well, right? But you look at it. I, I did some. I, I this is on my computer. I, I made some. <laughs> th- I have those re- those recollections mm-hmm. throughout the day. Like, oh, I have to look at this so I yeah, can tell you the stat. Anyway, anyway, I, I made a list. I went back and I looked at all the guys that left the program mm-hmm. in each class, mm-hmm. and it was like he, he through the four years. 
Scott Frost has lost like 46% of his roster mm-hmm. to the transfer portal. Now, part of that's the pandemic. Part of that's um, guys coming from Florida that just didn't realize that they didn't want to be in Nebra- the state of yeah, Nebraska. The transition so, like, class. That, that transition happens. Class, yes, yeah. exactly. So that happens. Um, but that's a, that's a, it's a big number. A big number. It's a big bigger number. than anybody else has to That has to deal nothing with. to do with in-state recruiting. It doesn't. So, it does so once again, you're going out of your way I to do. find something. It, yeah, you're absolutely right. Uh, right. Now, now, here's the thing. Nick. Nick, I agree with you. Frost recruiting operation needed an upgrade. Now it got it exactly. Vince Ginta is here. He's 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 now heading up recruiting. Mm-hmm. Trev Alberts came in. Things got tidied up. Okay, there's no doubt about it that the operation need needed yeah. an upgrade. I, Nick, I couldn't agree with you more. But I. But if we just stay on task here and look at in-state recruiting, it's hard for me to say, oh, wow, he's really botched it. That one class, 2022, yeah. I, it's not like they didn't recruit those kids. Those kids had, had their reasons. And one of the reasons was didn't grow up – I mean, a couple of them said, I just didn't grow up a Nebraska fan. That's yeah. happening more and more. Now, is that on Frost? No, but the thing is, I think what's crazy about that is... I didn't grow up a Nebraska fan because they haven't won in a long time. Is that on Scott Frost? Well, I mean, uh, no, not, no, not, not right now. No, it's not. Um, I think you can't blame a guy, uh, an 18-year-old or 16- to 18-year-old kid either for not being a Nebraska fan when nowadays it's so easy to see everybody on TV. That and the, the fact Nebraska is not winning not at good. a high level. Not Devon good. Jackson... The linebacker from Burke went to Oregon. That's the class yeah. of 2022, Oregon. Now, Deshaun Woods ended up at Wyoming. I don't know what the hell so, happened there. So, it was, it was one of those things. He was going to Missouri. Yes. Then he eventually – there was there was some problems. Missouri then wouldn't honor his scholarship, and Craig Bull swooped in. See, like, that's one of those situations, though, Sip, where I look at the offensive line or, or even the defensive line, and I say, how does Nebraska say no? Say no. Or or how does Nebraska... Who said, he, who said they said no? So you're telling me that there's no way that Nebraska should be able to lose a guy to Wyoming. The second best Just player Sean in the state. Woods, I don't think he wanted to go to Nebraska. But if, if there he was... He has a choice. He does. He does. Just because Nebraska recruits you doesn't mean you automatically want to go. No, no. That's not That's not what I'm getting at. I'm saying that we never heard of any effort, any any anything that Nebraska was trying to after the whole drama and I'm not debacle. sure where Greg Austin came in on that Caden Helms the tight end number three in the class went to OU now at the time you would say well I mean more power to him Nebraska's pretty good at tight end yeah right oh yeah there's a lot of faith in Sean Becton yeah and there's a and you know they, they had Thomas Fedoni a lot of potential healthy they had Austin Allen they had Vokalek if you're a tight end in state at that time you might look at it and say uh, I, I'm going elsewhere yeah um, same with Micah Riley Ducker, who was the fourth-rated player in the 2022 class. Tight end. I, I agree with you that Frost's re- recruit operation needed an upgrade and needed to be, I don't say overhauled, but for sure upgrade, revamped. Mm-hmm. They did it. They've done it. Well, there's a, but, there's but a better I don't feeling know around the, the program right now than it has been in years past about the, when it comes to in-state recruiting. Even yeah, though we Mickey's haven't necessarily tar- seen yeah. results yet in, in, in getting we the top players. We haven't seen results yet? 
Well, I'm saying in, just from this they have four of the top eight. The yes, four but the eight if, players if, are from the in state. If you look at the if you look at the ranking, I think everybody's talking about Malachi Coleman. That's number one. That's number one. Who's number two? Depends who you ask. I, I think it depends who you ask. There's Mav Noonan, Maverick Noonan up there. Um, I, I don't know where Sam Sledge. I don't know where Brock Knudsen comes into play. I don't know where Ben Bramer comes into play. But go ahead. Go also, ahead they, Sip, they haven't offered Zane Flores, who's going to Oklahoma State. Right. I, I understand. And and as a, as somebody that's seen Zane Flores play a lot, whether I've I've called Gretna games, whether previous on-air hosts called Gretna games, whether it's been I, I went to Lincoln East versus Gretna the playoff game last year, and, and all I'm saying is. The fact that that's where it's kind of rubbed me the wrong way a little bit is that they haven't even tried with Zane Flores. Yeah, they didn't. I, I'll, I'll grant and you I, that. I understand that they feel good about where their quarterback class is. They have, yeah. They, I mean, that's the thing about that conversation that bewilders me. But they, they why identified are you not trying top, to get hold on. continue they, getting better. They, you, how often are you going to recruit two quarterbacks in the same class nowadays? That's Pop, true. Pop Watson, they identified as their guy. Do you? This comes down to this. Do you trust Mark Whipple or not? Mark Whipple identified Pop Watson as their guy. Mm-hmm. I mean, why would Mark Whipple care where he comes where the kid comes from? And why would yeah, you do that, that to Pop? Wouldn't. Why would you do that to Pop I'm not, Watson? I'm not doing anything to Pop Watson, though, Sip. If somebody's well, good Pop enough. Pop Watson's got to look at it and go, wait a second. You told me I was the quarterback in this class. So now you're recruiting. See, it's I think the discussion's patently unfair. Mm-hmm. That's where I come down on. Like, what you just add Zane Flores to the class? If what if they just want one quarterback in the class? Well, then they, probable, they got the one quarterback. Right, exactly. So they chose Pop Watson. Let's uh if they chose it based on evaluation, not based on Oh, I got this feeling that Nebraska fans are going to be upset, so we better take. Oh, Zane and I'm not saying that's how they should recruit. I, I am not saying that that's how they should recruit. I think uh, you are saying that. No, no, I'm not saying that uh, they should be recruiting. You a mindset. consider an affront to you that they didn't recruit Zane Flores. I'm just, I just, I'm just confused on what makes him good enough to go to Oklahoma State, but not even be looked at by because Nebraska. Nebraska has a guy in mind. Yeah, now they do, but back last year they didn't. Oh, well. They they chose a different guy. I they mean, did. They did. And, Malachi and Coleman's ranked number one in the state. He'll decide mm-hmm. December fifteenth. Okay, or in mid December. Maverick Noonan's ranked number two. Mm-hmm. Don't know exactly where that's going, but Nebraska seems to be in a decent position. Gunnar Gatula's number three. This is according to on three rankings. Yeah, where's he going? Nebraska. Benjamin Bramer's Benjamin Bramer's number four, tied in from Pierce. Where's he going? Four or Nebraska? Cade McIntyre's number five, Oklahoma. Number six is Sam Sledge. Where's he going? Nebraska. See, what I think is is maybe rubbing people the wrong way with Cade McIntyre. And once we'll get to Vince, since we got to get to break Hold here on, in a second. Vince. Um, I think what people what's rubbing people the wrong way with Cade McIntyre is that Nebraska was so late to the party. And yes. like, like if you look at, at Nebraska and, and where they've offered these guys, yes, they've been out in front of, of multiple recruits and multiple in-state guys. But Iowa, Tennessee, and a couple other programs all offered Cade, then Nebraska offered, then Oklahoma offered. Here's the thing. 
I don't know. Now, the thing, there's some information we don't know. You're right. And here's one piece of it. What if the evaluation Nebraska made, they weren't all that excited by? So then, so then I, that's why I would ask, <clears throat> why would they end up offering? Because maybe because they there's pressure to offer in-state kids and they should do it. They just feel like they should do it. But you know this, Nick. Not all offers are committable. Not no, exactly. All, not all. I mean, there's because just because a school, forget Nebraska, offers a kid, it doesn't mean that it's an automatic. The kid, the kid can decide that day and pull the trigger. They may not. No, take no, it. you're absolutely right. Yeah. So I don't know where that was with McIntyre. I don't know what they were telling it. Mm-hmm. But if the evaluation didn't, <clears throat> if their evaluation wasn't Nebraska's evaluation wasn't as strong as Oklahoma's, that's just an evaluation. Yeah. I mean, and if that kid looked at Oklahoma and made his evaluation that I just felt better at Oklahoma than Nebraska, I just felt better. It, I I felt like I belong there, which is what McIntyre said. I don't look at that as a, as a minus for Nebraska. It's Mm -hmm. a kid that went to Oklahoma, liked it and said, I'm, this is where I belong. Yeah. That's not, oh, my God, Nebraska dropped the ball. I don't look at it that way. Yeah. Sometimes it's that way, and I acknowledge that Frost recruiting operation, uh, he's 15 and 29. I mean. That's a big part of it. Right. That's a big, big part of it. Right. But to every time a Nebraska kid goes somewhere to make it a referendum on Scott Frost is – is I think it is wildly unfair. predictable. It's, it's, I think yeah. it also it's, is unfair. It's incredibly predictable and unfair. Yeah. Let's uh, let's head to the Honda Lincoln Hotline. We got Vince from Napa, California. Vince, good morning. Happy Tuesday. What's on your mind? Hey, good morning, fellas. How are you? Vince, fantastic. Vince, good morning. Good good morning. Now now yeah yeah now Nick. Just so you know, I don't know if you've heard past versions of. Uh, of, of early break, but uh, just so you know, I come with a warning label. All right, I got you. I'm I'm ready. <laughs> it's a warning label. <laughs> yes, there is a warning label. <laughs> I don't I don't want you to be surprised like Bach was last. Week. <laughs> yeah, Bach, Bach, Bach was. Yeah, well, you'll understand in a second. No, nah, you're good. Let's hear it. Okay. Well, let's see. Let's see. First of all, as far as this, you know, as far as this whole, per- I mean, as far as this whole perception of, you know, losing kids that are in state. I mean, I just think that's more of a that's more of a perception that uh, that has happened from prior regimes that that, that fans have continued to hung on to, to continue to hang on to simply because we haven't been getting results in the field and and there's no question I think Scott Frost has recruited well in state I think the proof is out there but I just think that when it comes to recruiting in general with Scott Frost. His problem hasn't necessarily been getting kids to Lincoln. His problem has been keeping kids in Lincoln, which is which therein lies why he has to rely so heavily on the transfer portal, you know, at the present time to uh, to reverse the cycle. Now, hopefully, hopefully this year, you know, we get things kick started and, and become a team that wins seven plus games, and you know, and, and then hopefully we don't have to be so reliant, you know, on the on the transfer portal. But uh, to your point, Sip. As far as, you know, just because a kid's from Nebraska means he automatically comes there, you know, you know, I don't think, you know, I mean, again, I don't think that's, I don't think that should ever be the case because again, you know, a kid, a kid not only wants to choose where he's going to play, but a kid also wants to choose 
where, where you're going to win because it's kind of a hard because, you know, some of the selling points that you bring to kids now is that, okay, you can be the group that turns Nebraska around. Well, to an 18-year-old kid, that's kind of, you know, that's kind of a tough sell, and it's kind of a reach. But it comes down to this, though, guys. What's that? Whether you come from Nebraska yeah. or whether you come from the other 49 states, yes. it comes down to every Saturday <laughs> you go out and you fight with bloody knuckles that's and you open down. up a king-size can of kick-ass. Yeah! <laughs> that's what you do. Love it. That's what you do. Thank you. That's what Vince does every day okay. in, in Napa. <laughs> so, he opens up a king size can of kick ass. So what's, and he attacks his job. He, here's what I'll say to that. I mean, I love that call. Um, but what, what he said the the what you can do to kind of convince guys to come here and say that you're going to be the guy to change the program around, right? When you're telling a recruit that here nowadays, especially everybody talks, recruits talk. And if you are saying that message and sending that message for three or four straight years and then no results happen on the field, right? that, yeah, you gotta be pitch, that pitch means nothing. Yeah, you got to be careful there. It, it really waters down that, that strategy. Yeah. And so, it, I mean, I'm not saying Nebraska's done this, but if Nebraska's going in or any school goes in and they're 15 and 29 in the last four years with their head coach and their head coach is, is on the hot seat. Right. And you say, "Yep, if you come in in two years and be the be the guy that leads this, blazes a trail, and be's the pro, and helps us change this program around," but then he goes and talks to a guy that was recruited in the twenty twenty one class, same message, and here's the same message, and he's like, "Listen, we went three and nine last year." Loses effectiveness. Yeah, it's, it's, it it waters it, it down. It waters it all down. What if I said to you this that this current recruiting class is exceptional? under the circumstances that you're getting commitments from i mean it's th- these are three star players mostly yeah but you're getting commitments at a pretty high level despite a 15 and 29 record that to me that to me what does that I'm say i'm not going to say remarkable but it's that I'd say they're doing a very good job under the circumstances. This, this is a genuine question because I don't know. I, I, I truly don't know this question. I've went back and forth. Does that reflect more on Nebraska's program hmm? or? or Scott Frost? Well, I don't know if that's an either or. He's the head coach of the program. It's it's a good question. I think I understand because what it, you're is, saying. It, are the kids coming? To, we always have these conversations are about. They, are they picking the coach? Are they picking yes, the program? And I'm not. I'm not. And, and it's Everybody's probably a it's, it's probably a little bit of both. Yeah, that's what it's, I'm saying. It's honestly probably. a little I don't bit think of both. it's an either or discussion. Um, and it it just you know, every kid isn't picking the school for the same reason. Mm-hmm. Individual decisions. That's yeah. what it comes down to. Well, anyway. Um, that was good. Yeah, it's a good, well, healthy discussion. We can continue this on the other side, or uh, we can dive into some other Husker football stuff. 402-464-5685. Want to hear your thoughts all day long. Happy Tuesday. Stick with us. 93.7 The Ticket, ticketfm.com.